Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome to Ask the Expert North Texas here on News Radio 1080 KRLD. I'm David Rankin. And I'm Kristen Diaz. And uh, really interesting numbers here. A recent survey revealing that 34% of Texas couples who want to divorce can't because of their financial reasons. Really curious about this, and here to speak more about it is Jennifer Hargrave. She is with the Hargrave Family Law, and um, it's just really interesting that people's financial situations, because of whatever we might have been going through the pandemic or the inflation, um, could be affecting them in their relationships. Does this surprise you at all? It doesn't surprise me at all. I mean, of course, um, we know that financial stress is a big deal for families. I would say it's sort of a symptom of a of a relationship that's breaking down, right? If there's not good communication and you're just not on the same page with life goals or whatever, then we, we see that in the financial discord in a lot of relationships. But of course, divorce is expensive. And so people are factoring that in as well. And, um, you know, another way to reframe it and look at it is for some families, divorce is actually on sale because your assets are worth so much less. So um, it can be an opportunity to, to get out of the marriage. But if cost is what's prohibited prohibiting a family from ending a broken marriage. You know, the first thing I just want to say is my heart goes out to you because I know living in a broken marriage is incredibly stressful and especially stressful when you feel stuck because you don't have financial options. But I think people need to know and understand that there are lots of options out there and um, they need to explore those options because we know that the toll of staying in a broken marriage, it, you know, it was taxing not only financially, but also on your health. It just creates so much stress. So, so, you know, hopefully we can explore some of those today and, and kind of empower people to make a better decision. And it also can just be literally dangerous to not only your health, but the, the health and welfare of your kids. Absolutely. You know, a lot of people say in a marriage saying that they 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 want to protect their children. But what they don't know and understand is how conflict in the house is so damaging for kids. And so, you know, sometimes I, mean, I always say, you don't, you don't have to be divorced to have conflict in your house, right? Like it is that conflict when you're living through the kids are seeing day in and day out and you're role modeling for them what marriage looks like. And so we know that that's taxing. You said there are multiple options people can take. What are some of those options? So I think people need to know, I mean, uh, there, first of all, there are, there's lots of information we're fortunate in Texas. There's a website called texaslawhelp.org where you can go and get 
information that's provided really from the state bar um, for resources, for forms, for filing, and so forth. There are also some other services that are providing legal help. I know like Hello Divorce is one, Divorce Concierge, I can't list them all, but there are lots of services out there where people can you know, get some help with the forms. Um, the other thing that I often recommend is instead of really doing it yourself, because that can be really risky and we do see people, it's complicated and, and it can get really messed up. And while you're trying to save money, it really just ends up costing a whole lot money, more money on the back end when you have to go fix the problems. And so I encourage people like contact lawyers who do unbundled services or limited scope representation. We do that all the time. So we will sit down with people to pay for an hour, two or three, you know, of time for a lawyer to kind of walk through the process, to look at the decree and make sure that it's, you know, it says what they want it to say and that we've divided all the assets and done all of that. And so that can, you know, be a really good use of time and money. It's just, instead of doing a full representation with a lawyer, it's just to use the lawyer to kind of help make sure you're doing everything right. How important is it to plan before you start filing paperwork to set up your own homestead, to set up your own accounts, to make to make these plans for the future? Certainly planning is helpful if you have time. I think especially if you've been a, the, uh, a spouse who's been out of the workforce, if you have time to kind of retool your skills, maybe get some more education, get your foot in the door so you can begin to generate some income for yourself, it's going to be really, really helpful. But I'm going to tell you for a lot of people, there's, I mean, there's not a lot of planning and, and we do it. We help them get through the divorce all the time. And the other thing I think for somebody is, that's hard is once you've made the decision to divorce, worse when you're not sharing that decision with your spouse it can just kind of increase the, <laughs> the drama and um, that sense of betrayal or whatever when you've been living with that decision for a while so usually spouses don't like to find out that you know their spouse has been planning a divorce for the past three years that is usually very very unsettling mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and uh, speaking the past three years we were talking to you just last year or the year before that when we were seeing a spike in divorces uh, because people People were working from home, spending more time with their their spouses at home and realizing I may not really like you and I'm having to spend all this time with you. Um, has that changed at all now since the last time we spoke? I mean, I will tell you, this is the anecdotally my experience. And, and when I'm talking with other family lawyers, we are busier than ever. So when you tell me that 34% of the people who want to file a divorce aren't filing, you know, uh, that that's a, that's a big number, but we are, we are still seeing a lot of divorces happening. One of the things that concerns me is that the divorces are higher conflicts and, um, and if, if finances are an issue and really for anybody, you need to know conflict costs money. So anytime we're having to fight it out with lawyers, um, it's just going to be a lot more expensive. So, you know, to the extent that people can can really kind of examine is the, is the fight worth it, um, then, you know, that's going to help save costs if we can kind of pick the battles. But yeah, we, we are still seeing a lot of divorces. And I think it is kind of the fallout from, you know, from the what the past couple of years has been like with all the stress with the pandemic and just the economy. And speaking of the economy, the economy will you know, ebb and flow. It goes in cycles. Do divorce rates cycle uh, alongside the same way? 
We, we do see some of that. I mean, of course, it's, it can also be an inverse reaction because of the financial stress we were talking about. It can be so hard on families. I mean, if you're flush with cash and everybody's got lots of money, you know, maybe they're just living separate lives and it's not such a big deal. But when, when the finances are limited, and I mean, that's just another stressor on so many families. So there are times often when we see, you know, the economy dip and the divorce rate spikes as well. Is there any data that's showing right now the age range for um, people who are married and, and likely to get divorced or the length of time that they've been in a marriage? That's a really good question. I don't know. I know, I do know that what I, I believe what we're seeing is people pushing marriage off until later. Um, and I would be really curious to see the correlation of people who get married later in life after, you know, you've been living on your own for a while and marriage. I mean, look, marriage is, is so important. And I, you know, even though I do divorces every day, I'm a big advocate for marriage and for people really entering into marriage with the tools and resources to build healthy marriages. And if you're in a marriage that's broken, I, I always want to suggest there are options. There's something called discernment counseling where people can get help working with a therapist to kind of figure out, do I want to stay in the marriage or do I not want to stay in the marriage, right? And that's that, you know, I often will send people off to, to go meet with the discernment counselor and then we don't hear from them. So I, I mean, I think it, it might work, but um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I, in, in my business, we're definitely seeing um, a, a, a broad range. I mean, we're 20 plus year marriages um with kids you know sometimes people wait until the kids are grown and out of the house before they get a divorce so i call that the empty nest divorce that's definitely a trend as well so we are seeing i know one of the newer trends is that we're seeing people decide to divorce later in life so you know you get to the retirement years and you think oh you know we're we'll be with each other until death and then one of the partners decides to leave so that's an interesting conversation and an interesting trend that we are seeing and speaking of numbers do you also see more people that are repeat filers they go through one divorce they marry someone else and then they don't necessarily hang on <laughs> long because I, yeah. you saw what they went through the first time Right. I, I mean, I've definitely heard and seen the studies that, you know, if somebody gets divorced once, then that actually increases the likelihood they're going to get divorced a second time around. I, I will tell you, in my experience, what I really see is people making smarter, better decisions their second time around. So maybe that's just my clientele. I don't know. But I mean, I see a lot of, I, we keep in touch with a lot of our clients who are very, very happy in their second marriages. And, and that, of course, makes me happy too. But I think you have to really do a lot of, you know, growth and, mm -hmm. and be very self-aware as to why, why did that first marriage fail and look to kind of disrupt those patterns so you just don't repeat them again. But um, yeah, we see people go on to second marriages and have amazing lives. Going back to the survey and speaking specifically about the financial burden of a divorce, how does the price of a divorce differ from here in Texas to the rest of the nation? Well, that's a really good question. I, I can tell you that in my practice, because we are tracking this, so our average cost of a divorce is going to be about twelve dollars to $15,000. There are obviously some that are more simple and much less costly than that. And then there are, of course, those that are much more costly. So again, depending on how much conflict we have, how much time we're having to spend in court, that's all going to factor in. Um, you know, other, other states, they have very different processes. I know, you know, in Texas, for example, it's a 60 day waiting period. There are states where you have a two year waiting period. And I just think, oh my God, that's gotta be horrible to have to be going through a divorce for two years when you could otherwise have done it 
quicker. So it's going to vary widely, but probably across the country. I mean, we're probably right in about the ballpark of what a divorce will cost. Does Texas being a no-fault state increase the number of divorces as well? Oh, I love I love this topic. You guys are asking such good questions. Um, listen, uh, no, being a no-fault divorce, I don't think makes divorce easier. What it does do is it allows you to protect the privacy and dignity of the family, which I think is so important. So I, there are always reasons why people get a divorce. I've never had somebody come into my office and say, I don't have anything better to do today. I want a divorce. And so sign me up for one of those no-fault things. Everybody has a reason why they want a divorce. And you know, trying to pin faults on the reason why the marriage failed, I think just creates so much animosity and discord in families. It's very hard to come back from. A natural human tendency is to want to blame everybody. And so in a fault finding state, that's great. We have, you know, we have to blame each other, but it's just, it's just nonsense in my opinion. What we really need to do is focus on solving the problems and getting you through the divorce. Forgive me, but I'm not familiar with that t- term, and I'm not sure if all of our listeners do know what that means. Could you break that down? Yeah, okay. So it used to be in the old days that you could only get a divorce if you could prove fault. And there are several grounds for fault, but one of them is adultery. That's one of the most popular ones. And we still have it. I mean, you still have the option. You can prove adultery if you want. Um, cruel treatment is another one. Uh, it, having lived apart for a number of years, if somebody's committed in a mental hospital for a long period of time, I mean, so those are sort of like the, the off ones. Usually it's cruel treatment and adultery are the ones that we see. And uh, so back in the old days, you would you would you would have to prove it you you wouldn't get a divorce unless you could prove that there was a reason why the marriage had to end i think mm, probably i don't i don't know the history of this maybe the 70s 80s they changed that and introduced something called no fault divorce which is you know what the marriage is insupportable it's just not we're just not going to be able to continue to live together and we're not going to have to prove grounds but i hear people say all the time that that's the reason why you know divorce is prevalent. And I disagree with that. The reason why divorce happens is because marriages are broken. Fascinating. That is Jennifer Hargrave with Jennifer Hargrave Law, Family Law. Thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. Just fascinating. My pleasure. Thank you. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 